This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com with you for, well, it's Tuesday, folks. That means that Mike Tomlin was at the virtual podium handling virtual questions from virtual reporters in a virtual setting. (laughs) Welcome to 2020, folks. And Mike Tomlin had a lot to talk about coming off of the Steelers' second straight loss, this time to the Buffalo Bills in Week 14 on Sunday Night Football. And he really talked a lot about the Buffalo game. That's how he started things off in this Tuesday press conference. And he normally does like to talk about injuries in the early stages, but he spent a good majority of time talking about that game in Buffalo. And he said something that he doesn't like to say, and he doesn't say often, and that was that Buffalo was the more physical football team. And that's a pretty damning statement when you think about it. When you go out publicly, and I'm sure he said this to his team, but when you go out publicly in front of the media and say how the opposition was so physical and they dominated you from a physical standpoint, holy cow, that as a player has to cut right through your heart. Because as a football team, you have to pride yourselves on physical and being physical. But he said that Buffalo was the more physical team. He said this goes beyond the fact that the Steelers couldn't run the ball. He said they have to be accountable. They have to acknowledge the fact that they were out physical or whatever you want to call it in week 14. And they have to make sure that it doesn't happen again. He even went on, he kept harping on this, saying that it wasn't just the fact that the the Bills were more physical in the box, he said, but also in the perimeter play. He mentioned Stefan Diggs being very physical with the Steelers secondary. He said in, in their physicality even went into special teams. And he talked about their return man, who was really doing a good job of getting north and south, helping them with field position. He talked about the physicality of their kick coverages, whether it's punt team or the kickoff team, helping them win the field position battles. And when he puts it out like that, when he lays it out like that, boy, does it become apparent of what he thought of this game. We as fans can sit there and say the Steelers can't run the ball. Roethlisberger's throwing too much. The defense didn't do this. When it comes down to it, his his brass tacks assessment of this game was the Steelers weren't physical enough. I think this is going to be a situation where you're going to see the Steelers really come back in week 15, and I know it's the Bengals, but they're going to come into this game with something to prove. They're going to come into this game with something to prove. And he talked about how it's the Steelers' run game and that, yes, it's not where it needs to be. He thought that there were some steps in the right direction. He said that having three games in 12 days 
really hurt the Steelers' attempt to try to get back to a balanced offensive attack, and that's something that they are looking forward to. Heck, for the first time in a long time, you have to go back to the lead-up going into Week 13 against Baltimore, where if you want to call that a lead-up, because it was always the, okay, we're going to play, no, we're not. We're going to play, no, we're not. Now we're going to play, no, we're not. This is now a situation where it's a scheduled extra day. They're not going to practice Tuesday. They probably won't practice on Wednesday, or if they do, it's just going to be considered an extra day. The first reported practice is Thursday, and they get ready to play on Monday Night Football. So this is a situation where the Steelers, he's he is in Mike Tomlin, is very, being very optimistic about the fact that he sees some bright spots in the run game, and he thinks that getting back to a normal schedule is going to help. Something else that's going to help are injuries, getting some players back, and he updated the injury status for a lot of the Steelers. He did mention, in case you missed the news, that Matt Filer has been placed on injured reserve with a pectoral injury. Jeremy Fowler of ESPN, who used to cover the Steelers for ESPN, so he does have some sources there within the organization. He said that Filer did not tear the pectoral muscle, so there is hope that he could return to the Steelers for the playoffs. That's good news. It was not cooperated by Mike Tomlin in the press conference, but Mike Tomlin did mention the Filer is on IR. Kevin Dotson, who after the game, Tomlin said that Dotson also had a pec injury. He said it was not. It was a shoulder injury, and he is optimistic that with an extra day that he should be able to be back. Now, things can change, and all the players that he names after this, it all comes down to the same thing. Their overall availability is based on how they practice and if they can practice. So you have Dotson with a shoulder, Chooks a core four with an ankle. Remember, he left the game on Sunday night and was able to return, but he has an ankle injury. Terrell Edmonds, who never left the game, but he's dealing with a shoulder injury. James Conner, who played sparingly, and everyone thought, well, maybe it's because he's coming off of COVID. Tomlin said, no, it's not. He has a quadricep injury. For a running back, that's a big deal. And Mike Tomlin is hopeful, fingers crossed, that Joe Hayden is able to exit the NFL's concussion protocol and rejoin the team. It would be a really good thing to see Hayden not just get back and be healthy, but to rejoin Steven Nelson and really kind of complete that secondary, which when they're all healthy, can be one of the league's best. But again, all those players, Dotson, Okorafor, Edmonds, Connor, and even Hayden, nothing can be... He is not saying that they're all going to play. It's all going to be based on their practice availability. The extra day off is only going to help. It's not going to hurt. And it's a situation where the Steelers are hopeful to get some of those players back, especially when you look at someone like Kevin Dotson, where it's a position that not only can he take this opportunity and run with it, but if he can't play, well, now you're talking about having to move a lot of pieces around that offensive line because they're banged up group. I mentioned this to Dave Schofield after the press conference. We were messaging each other, and I said, what a strange press conference. And the reason why I said that was because for the first time in, I can't even remember how long it's been, Mike Tomlin really did not talk about the Cincinnati Bengals. This is the second time they've played. We know that. But could you imagine a game where Mike Tomlin didn't specifically mention players from, let's say, the second time they play the Ravens or the second time they would play the Browns. No, no. And this this is exactly what he did. He did not talk hardly at all about the Cincinnati Bengals. He didn't talk about 
uh, Joe Mixon, if he was able to return, Giovanni Bernard. He didn't mention Geno Atkins. He didn't talk about whoever they have playing quarterback over there now. He didn't talk about Joe Burrow being lost for the season. He didn't talk about Tyler Boyd or A.J. Green. He didn't talk about anyone. I was stunned. I was absolutely stunned. What he did talk about was the Steelers have an opportunity in prime time again. And he said that we basically laid an egg in prime time last week. So they have a chance to not only redeem themselves in prime time in front of a national audience, but they also have an opportunity to clinch the division title. If they win, they clinch the title. Now, yeah, they could do that prior if the Browns somehow lose uh, in, in week 15. I think that would lock it up for the Steelers in regards to the division hopes. But ultimately, he said if they can win, they clinch the division. And that was it. That was it. He didn't talk about the Bengals at all. I'm not sure if I'm going to read. Uh, well, I, obviously, I'm reading a little bit into it because I'm talking about it this much. But my goodness, it's a situation where with the Bengals, it's not good. We'll put it that way. And Mike Tomlin didn't even acknowledge much about him. So we went. they went right into the Q&A portion of the press conference. And the first question came about the Steelers being physical. He said, the question was, how do you fix the physical issues? And Tomlin said, you have to acknowledge it. You have to have a commitment to it, and you have to make sure that you never experience it again. And that's kind of reiterating what he said earlier in the press conference, but that's how he answered that question. Then he was asked about, is is too much being put on Ben Roethlisberger? It, you know, the, the game planning, the, the leaning on him at 38 years old and the passing attack. He said, look, well, there's a lot of variables at play when it comes into how the Steelers sculpt their offensive game plan heading into any specific contest. He said, but the, you know, it also depends on the vulnerabilities of the opponent. If they, if they see a secondary that can't hang with the Steelers' weapons, then that's going to come into play. And they very well could say, we're going to lean on Ben in this game in the passing attack, which is what they've been doing recently. Not, maybe not by design, but out of necessity. He was asked about Deontay Johnson and how he felt he responded from the drops. And he said that he thought he responded appropriately. He said when he was benched in the first half, he didn't pout. He, he was ready for his next opportunity, and when he got it, he ran with it. He made several plays. This is, as I said in the other in one of my other podcasts, this is the roller coaster that is Deontay Johnson. You have the ups, the peaks, and then you have the valleys as well, the ups and the downs. So Deontay Johnson seems to be in good graces with Mike Tomlin heading into Week 15. I would expect him to start coming into that game on Monday night. They asked about. I asked him about how the how he feels about the Steelers ultimately controlling their own destiny. And when they mentioned that, they were talking about they've already locked up a playoff berth. They are obviously it's a, it's a win and win the division situation this Monday night. He said that look, they need to take care of the moments, and then the moments will take care of the journey. I thought that was a very good answer. It's a very very Mike Tomlin answer. Take care of the moments, and then the journey will take care of itself. And that's really true. And the Steelers, if you look back at the way they've played the last few weeks, they've been missing on some of those moments, those third down plays, dropping the ball, blown coverages, missed tackles. Uh, you can tell what Mike Tomlin is pumping into his team based on what he says in the press conference. I guarantee you that's something that he's told the players. Next, they were asked about Chase Claypool. And Chase Claypool, is he has he hit the rookie wall? Tomlin said he's not real sure if that's the the case, but he said it's it's a potential for that to be the case. He said, and so a lot of times what teams do when you have a rookie who might be hitting that proverbial wall, you reduce their snap totals. So that can help with hitting that wall. 
And so I'm not sure if Chase Claypool's hitting the wall, but you have seen his snap totals be kind of dialed back. Maybe the coaching staff is saying we need to do this so that he's, you know, he's ready to go for the, the playoffs. Cause look, that's a fact. Playoffs are a fact. They're going to be in the postseason. They're going to want everyone to be healthy and at 100% for those the playoffs. So maybe that's what they're doing. But he did acknowledge that is there's a potential for Chase Claypool to have hit the wall, but he's not saying that's exactly what's happened. Mike Tomlin can dodge an answer like anyone. And Mark Caballi of The Athletic asked about the comments that, that Tomlin's made several times, by, by the way, several times before the season about Roethlisberger's spiral not being tight enough. He didn't like where it was, and he thought that that's something he could improve upon. Well, at that time, and at that juncture of the preseason, everyone just said, well, Roethlisberger's coming back. He saw us to work it out. He was asked to follow up like, hey, you know, we've seen a couple balls flutter on him a little bit. We've seen some kind of float on him a little bit. What are your thoughts in that regard? He said, I can't remember what you're talking about. <laughs> Man, that's, that is a bold-faced lie. Kudos to Mike Tomlin for dodging that. Like, you know, like he's in Dodgeball the movie or something. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. That was a loaded question, and Mike Tomlin just said, basically, I don't know what you're talking about. So we don't know what that answer is, but I felt that was important enough to actually mention. He was also asked about TJ Watt. I know I was someone that noticed Watt didn't look right in the game on Sunday night. He just, he looked slow. He looked a little lethargic, lacked the explosiveness that you're used to seeing from someone like TJ Watt. And he said that, honestly, this was, he said back in before the, the Baltimore game, he said how this was going to be an all hands on deck scenario where they're going to play three games in 12 days. And can they get everyone to pitch in and help? He said, and with, you have a player like TJ Watt, an outside linebacker. He said it's a very physically demanding position there was going to be a situation where they knew that it was going to be tough it was going to be tough on everyone he said it 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 wasn't easy he said obviously you see the record one and two coming out of that stretch it wasn't easy but he did say there was no injury to Watt that hopefully getting back on a regular schedule will help with everyone not just TJ Watt and lastly he was asked about Avery Williamson who wore the green dot on his helmet he's filling in for the injured Robert Spillane who's on injured reserve Vince Williams wasn't available because of the COVID reserve list fingers crossed that he's able to return to the team this week he said he can't say enough about his work ethic to get up to speed and how he handled himself during the game he can say basically kudos to Avery Williamson so it's a very interesting press conference very interesting press conference for Mike Tomlin uh leading up to this game in Cincinnati where it's it's really it's really all about the Steelers. It's all about the Steelers. So make sure that wherever you do, stick with BehindTheSteelCurtain.com as your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. On top of that, make sure that you check us out wherever you get your podcasts. That's Google Play, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Anchor, Pandora, Spotify, you name it. Follow us so that you don't miss a thing. Check out my morning Let's Ride podcast, which runs every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. But also make sure you check out the live mic on Tuesday morning, as well as the um, the Stat Geek episode on Thursdays. We have a ton of content. I know you'll enjoy it, so check it out. In the meantime, folks, that's it for this Mike Tomlin Press Conference podcast recap. In the meantime, be safe, be kind, and God bless. Go Steelers.